Hello, hello, beautiful human beings, and welcome back to the Gotcha Thinking podcast. Today, I have the beautiful Taylor on to talk all things productivity, organization, notion, and just basically everything. I'm so excited. Hello, I'm so excited to be on here. (laughs) So I thought we'd just dive straight in and just give everyone a little bit of an overview of who you are, what you do online and all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So currently I am a performance coach and notion consultant for ambitious individuals who want to elevate the way they do their life and their work. Um, And this is something that I am so passionate about and I love sharing productivity in a way that is less boring than I think a lot of people see it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I love that. And just even by your content, it's like, yeah, it's incredible. So, so cool. Have you always been like a productive queen or like, have you always been into organization or is it just like the last few years you've like dived deep into it or like, how did you get into all this? Yeah. It's really funny talking about this because I, I've always been a very like driven and ambitious person. I've been quite a type A person. Um, but I was not organized um, at all. Like if you came into my room during school, um, I would have like 10 cups on my bedside table, like clothes all over my floor. I forgot absolutely everything. Um, So no, I haven't always been organized um, and I haven't always been kind of into the zone of productivity. Um, I worked quite hard for the success that I did see, um, but it wasn't necessarily effective. And it worked for a while, but then eventually I just got to the point where I was juggling uni, I was juggling like managing a store um, with like the rest of my life. And I just got so burnt out um, and I just reached the point where I realized like I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing. I wasn't doing what I was doing effectively. Um, So I kind of had to go a different way about it. Um, And that's when I, yeah, I started kind of, I guess, educating myself a lot more. and just experimenting and trying different things, consuming content, implementing it into my own life. Um, And then slowly over time, it's just kind of, yeah, come into what it is now. Um, And I feel like the more that I've learned about what I have, um, it's just been applicable to pretty much every aspect of my life, not just my work. (laughs) So it's been, yeah, it's been a big journey, but it's been really cool. That's incredible. That's so cool. And I think it's just even cool to see that like you can teach yourself this and like for anyone that feels like super disorganized or like you know a bit scattered at the moment it's like it's evidence right it's like you've just done this like you've you've over the you know the last few years it's like you've built this and now like you're freaking like super organized and you're like productivity is on point and all the rest of it and I think it's even just cool to witness someone yeah just be able to learn a skill like that so what would be your number one productivity tip for someone that's like oh I'm just like so disorganized my shit is just everywhere and I just want to knuckle down like what would you say is the best tip yeah um I think this links in really well to what we were just speaking about and it's actually 
realizing that being organized or being productive, it's not like a personality trait. It's it's not something that you're born with. It's actually just a habit that you, that you create. Like if yeah. you are someone who has a clean room, then it's just because you do it each day. Like if you want to start planning your week, then it's just a habit that you have to create every Sunday. And so I think we can often look at organization and productivity and really overcomplicate it. Um, but it can be simple and you can make it fun. Like if you do want to start planning your week, then like start doing a Sunday date, like go to a coffee shop, take your laptop, make it enjoyable um, and just do it there. And then you're going to go through the week so much more organized just from doing this one small action and making that a habit. Mm-mm. I love that. And I love what you said about making it fun because I feel like a lot of people can view organization and be like, oh, that's just so boring. Like, but it is like what you what you said. It's like it's the habits, it's those tiny little habits that you implement into your life. And I think that's cool. Like, even just taking yourself on a coffee date every Sunday and being like, you know, plan out like what do you want your week to look like and set it all up. So I guess that's even tying into my next question about meal prepping. I know like with a lot of your content, you love meal prepping. And I guess like how do you meal prep and what advice would you give to someone that is like, okay, I I really want to start meal prepping, um, even if it's just lunches, like what would you, how would you, how do you kind of plan that out for your week and what would you say? Yeah. Um, I just want to start with the fact of like why meal prepping is actually so important because obviously there's the health aspect to it. Like if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, you have to eat well. Um, but eating good food goes into so much more than just the way that your body operates. It plays such a big role in how your mind operates and how your brain can operate. And so when you set yourself up with a good lunch, um, it's going to boost, like that's going to help your afternoon slumps. If you currently struggle through the afternoons, it could be because you're not eating the right things. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing is that I have always really struggled with decision fatigue and meal prep is one of the biggest ways that I eliminate that because I don't even have to think about it. Like it's already just there for me. Um, mm. So that is why I'm such a proponent of it. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, yeah I, I'm just like listening to that and I'm like, oh, I just like, I feel that a hundred percent. I'm like, if someone just like told me exactly what I need to eat, like it would be so much easier, but I never even like, yeah, thought of it from that sort of lens and even meal prepping, but mm. it makes so much sense, doesn't it? It's like those decisions. It's like if, if, if it was already organized, it's like, you don't even have to think and that energy can be spent on something else then. And like you're, you're set up basically yeah. for a good day. Yeah. Um, and like I used to track like my calories, um, but this is just such, I mean, I find it easy to go about it this way because it's like your brain starts off each day with a certain mental capacity. And if you're using it on all these like small decisions, um, then it's not actually going to where it's most useful. Mm, so. I love that. I think that, sorry, I'm going off topic for a little <laughs> bit, but I saw this post a little while ago. I think it was, I can't even remember who it was, but they spoke about having a uniform like every day. And it's like, because that's another decision that you don't have to make in the morning. And I feel like even meal prepping, that's the same. 
Yeah, it's all of these small things just automating as much of your life as you can. And I think I've spoken about the clothes before as well. Like, yeah, just finding either like a capsule wardrobe or like laying things out the night before. Like it's just saving your mental space in the morning when you don't really want to be using it for small decisions. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's now my brain is just like, wow, (laughs) this is so good. Like I I'm aware of the habits things, but it's like in those micro little moments of your day, it's like, if you can, like you said, automate, Mm, it just makes so much sense. Yeah. And you just, you don't even realize it until you actually change it. Like you don't realize there's all these things going on in your mind until they're no longer there anymore. And you feel like you have so much more space. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it even ties into being more productive. It's like, you can then use that energy on your business or on different endeavors and things like that. So I think, yeah, that is just that's incredible. I'm going to start doing that. Oh my gosh. I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of actually like, okay, so you know that you want to meal prep, but how do you do it? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of different ways that I like to do. Um, and it depends on what type of person you are. So if you, I know that some people have this really big resistance to like eating the same thing every day and they just don't like it. Um, this is where doing something like ingredient prep can be really good. So you just kind of prep maybe like a couple of carbs, um, fats, protein, some veggies, and then you just kind of mix together like the ones that you want each day. And that way you're still getting some variety in there. Um, but this one, you're more so saving your time because you don't really have to prepare it all. Mm. Um, but a really good option. This is what I do. Like (laughs) I've eaten basically the same meals for the past, probably two months because it's just (laughs) like the decision fatigue again. Like I, yeah, so much easier. Um, and this is where you just, you know, you decide what meals you want and you just prep it for the week. Um, even better if you can freeze some, but yeah, just set aside a couple of hours on a Sunday. I listen to a podcast or an audio book. Um, and again, make it fun, like make it something that you enjoy, And then you'll stay consistent with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. At the moment, I'm doing my first calorie deficit. I've never done it in my whole entire life. And I'm like talking to my partner about it. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is just like so crazy to wrap your head around. But I feel like even the meal prepping has saved me so much time. It's like even knowing, you know, like what my lunch is going to be and just having that prepared. Yeah, it makes so much sense. And I love what you said about even just those little ingredients. It's like, and making them like, you know how how long bloody roast pumpkin takes to cook, but it's like, if you can just make a batch of it and have it in your fridge and then just incorporate it into any meal that you have throughout the day, it's going to save you so much time. And you don't really have to think about anything. So I love that. I love that so much. Okay. So I really want to dive deeper into how do you plan your week, your days, all of it? Give us a rundown. Yeah. Okay. Um, This is something that I love, love going into. So when I think about the actions that I take throughout my day and what I do, they're all linked to a bigger vision and bigger goals. Because when we look at productivity, you might immediately think of the work that you're doing. Um, But ultimately, it's about making what you spend your time on 
be something that contributes to the big vision that you want with your life. And so I think that the first step to actually planning your week should be knowing what your big vision is and knowing what your goals are, because we can get so tied up in the urgency of every day and the small things that come up that we don't make time for what's important and what actually moves the needle forwards. So if you can start off by first identifying what is actually the most important things to get done this week, um, that is going to be a very good first step in your planning routine. Mm, That's huge. Yeah. Wow. So what sort of, do you use an app or are you like a pen and paper kind of girly or what do you do to sort of like map that all out? Mm, Yeah. Okay. So if I'm looking at like, my goals and my vision and all that. Um, I normally do that on Notion. Um, but then when it comes to the smaller weekly things, um, I love Google Calendar. Like I think just keep it simple. As yeah. much as I would love to use just one tool, um, Google Calendar, like it's on your computer, on your phone, it's the least resistance. And this is where it's like, there's so many tools out there. Um, but there's no right one. It just depends on what you find easiest and what you're actually going to use. Yep. Yep. I love that. And sometimes we can get so caught up in overcomplicating everything that it's like, if Google calendar works, if like a physical diary works and just do that. And mm. yeah, I love that. So what else do you use Notion for? Because I've just become a Notion girly and I love it. And I'm just like intrigued with what else we can do on there. And yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I love Notion. Um, Obviously <laughs> it's basically, I like to kind of call it my second brain Um, mm. because what most people have is they have all of this information stuck either in their head or probably a mix of in their head, maybe in their Google calendar, in their notes app, um, in a million different to-do lists. And it's just like overwhelming, like things are just all over the place. And what I love about Notion is that you can basically customize it to exactly what you need. And so you can use that to organize everything. So if we talk like tangibles um, in my personal life, Um, I use it to like, I have a lot of reference lists in there. So these are things like, um, the books that I want to read or the movies that I want to watch so that I'm not having to spend ages actually deciding. Like if you've ever watched Netflix and you spend like the first hour deciding what movie to watch, it's basically addressing that problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is just like opened my eyes. Cause I'm like, everything you do makes sense. Like it's like getting rid of that, like decisions, like the decision mm-hmm. fatigue and like, yeah, how, how often, like every single minute of every single day we're presented with decisions, like, and what to do. And so yeah. like just putting everything into your notion is just, that's so cool. So you put your movies in there and then you can just ref like refer back to that yeah yeah absolutely um that's my favorite thing like personally um in terms of like navigating it with like my business um and I do a lot of other things outside as well so it's a lot like a lot of different things to manage um Mm. and this is where having something like I use a master to-do list and what this basically is is it's a whole like it's one single database 
Um, so think of it like a table in Notion and you can basically pop everything in there. But instead of being one whole massive list and you don't really know how to sort through it, you can categorize each task. Um, so for example, you could put in if the task is like low or high energy, um, you could put in how long it might take you or the due date or like what priority it is. And then basically I kind of just sort through that depending on like if I'm if I'm like at four o'clock in the afternoon and I can't concentrate, then I'm going to pick a low energy task because I don't want to be doing something that's really important. Mm. Um, and this is basically just like it's all in one place and I can see everything that I have to do at any given moment and know that I'm just not missing anything because that's the biggest thing when you own a business or you do a lot of different things. It's like it's all on you to remember. So if you can offload that somewhere else, it just clears up all of this stress. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. So a master to-do list. Wow. Yeah. Because that makes so much sense, doesn't it? It's like we, we store all these like, oh, I, I have to do this. I have to do that up in our brain. And it's like, if you can get that all out, then like, like you said at the start, it's like so much space, like allowing your brain to actually have the space to be creative or, you know, whatever it is and be more productive. So that makes so much sense. And tying on with that, I'm not sure if it relates, but I really wanted to ask you about noticing habits. So what are they? How can someone implement them into their life? Yeah. Yeah, these are, I love these. Okay. So we've pretty much all heard of the concept of like 1% better each day. Um, and the small 1% is what adds up. But I think it can be hard to like actually do a 1% every single day and know what to work on your 1% on. So noticing habits is basically when you do a task, you want to be quite present in it because that's how you're going to do your best work anyway. But when you use the habit. It's literally the habit of noticing. So if I am creating like a piece of content on Instagram, for example, then I might look at the content that I've just created and be like, oh, I could have made the sound on that video a little bit better. And what I do is I take an action right in the moment to address that 1% thing. So it could be making sure that I have my AirPods where I record my videos so that next time I'm doing it, I can remember to put my AirPods in. Or it could be getting like a little mic from Amazon so that I can use that next time I'm doing it. So it's basically just simplifying the process um, of making your life better and automating it again. So you're just doing it in the moment rather than having to like plan it or think about it outside. Wow. Wow. Oh gosh. So it's even like setting like your environment up for success. Is it like, yeah, that could definitely come into it. Um, because yeah, if you're doing something where like, I'm trying to think of an example, but like, even if you're, oh, this is a really good one. Even if you're like in your kitchen and if you keep like going to the wrong cupboard for something, then you could just move where that object is into the cupboard that you keep going into. So you're not constantly having to like look for it. Five seconds of time each, each time you do it. <laughs> wow. Wow. And yeah, it saves so much time. Like I'm like listening to that and I'm like, wow, wow. And like you said at the start, it's like everyone's striving for that 1% better. And that's exactly how you can achieve that. 
Mm-hmm. So that's so, so cool. So I want to talk a little bit. I know that um, you've produced a bit of content around freedom. So what is your biggest tip for ach- for achieving personal freedom? Yeah, um, I think this kind of links back to the big vision um, because what we can often do, I think, is create our visions for our lives around other people's priorities and we think about what we should do versus we versus what we actually want to do and so I think if you like we spoke about how like productivity looks at your small actions and how they can create this bigger purpose if you want a life of freedom then your bigger purpose has to be one that you actually desire because otherwise you are never going to find the freedom that you truly do desire so I think if you can create your vision make sure that it's something that you truly want and not what someone else wants. And then you take those small action steps to get to that. Then you are ultimately going to achieve the freedom that you desire because you are in control of every minute of your time, whether you realize it or not. And deciding how to spend those minutes now is what's going to create the big freedom that you want in the future. Mm, I love that. And I think it's even like, the biggest thing is like the choice. Like we, we as humans have the choice every single second of every single day to choose what our reality looks like. So if you have that big vision and then you make those small steps towards that bigger vision, then it's, yeah, just incredible. And you're going to be more fulfilled in life as well. So I love that. And yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I've just like learned so much and I'm like, oh my goodness, this afternoon I'm going to get get so many things organized. <laughs> I'm like so oh motivated. Thank you so much for coming on. If someone really wanted to connect with you and yeah, chat about this a little bit further, where can they find you? Yeah, um, the best place would be through my Instagram. You can just send me a DM. Um, my username is Taylor Rose um, with two T's and two E's, but I'm sure we can link it below or something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's definitely the best way to connect with me. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my goodness, today's episode was so fucking good. I got so many just little juicy nuggets out of it and I'm so excited to implement it into my life. It was just phenomenal. Anyway, guys, if you want to connect with us, we're over on Instagram. It's just Gotcha Thinking Podcast. We love to chat, so slide into our DMs. Let's chat. Let's do the thing. Let us know what guests you would like us to have on next. Also, applications are now open for one-to-one private mentorship for 2024 which is absolutely crazy and I'm just so excited to welcome so many new faces into my world next year if you're feeling the pull if you feel like you want to make 2024 bigger and better than ever and you just want someone in your corner every single step of the way I'm your girl I'm your girl So if you even want to have a conversation around it, then make sure you jump into my DMs. It's just Jordan Ellipson on Instagram and we can chat. We can talk about it. I know also mentorship and coaching can be really confusing for a lot of people and they don't actually know what's involved. So we can definitely debrief on this before going ahead with anything. Anyway, guys, I'll be back in your ears next week for a brand new episode on the Gotcha Thinking podcast. Bye, guys.